How the world has changed in less than two weeks. A normal Sunday outing was replaced with standing on our balconies, clapping and cheering our untiring medical staff and healthcare workers. Traffic congested roads are now giving way to cleaner air. In fact, I think I don't even need to use my noise-cancelling headphones anymore. Today is day one of the nationwide lockdown, with limited exceptions for essential commodities and public facilities. This means several establishments have to completely or largely close their offices and workplaces. Obviously, this means immediate and significant impact to their ability to operate, as not all businesses can effectively operate with their workforce working from home. The waterfall consequences of such adverse business impact will have to be borne by employees and other staff of such establishments. Continuing our series of employment law in light of the COVID-19 outbreak, in today's podcast, I wanted to discuss what it really means to be an employer today. And a quick legal disclaimer up front. I won't be talking about sections and clauses of the Industrial Disputes Act or some other labor legislation. This podcast is about the ethical and humane employer acting as a responsible citizen of the community. The first and foremost duty for all employers is to comply with the government directives regarding COVID-19, both in letter and spirit. This includes closing down non-essential workplaces, carefully identifying only those staff that need to report to work from an office or other location, and ensuring the health and safety of the workplace scrupulously. These obligations were covered by my colleague Mahit in his previous podcast. Employers are also advised to avoid the temptation to classify more staff as critical with a view to get them into office and perform their work more efficiently. However, this would be putting employees, their families and whole communities at risk if there were to be a case of infection arising from the workplace. A second and related duty for employers would be to share accurate information with the government if and when called for. Time is of the essence in responding to such requests. These may include requests for travel information and other personal information of employees, especially where the government is undertaking uh, contact tracing, verifying self-quarantine measures of employees, etc. Sharing such sensitive information is likely to be covered under the exception of disclosure under law. From a logistics perspective, companies would be well advised to appoint single points of contact or groups of people who can liaison with the government officials to provide immediate responses. Such employees should have full access to personal information of their staff and should be sufficiently authorized internally to share this officially on behalf of the company to ensure timely response to queries. Moving to my third point for discussion, employers have been advised by the government to take care of its workers especially contracts with staff. The central government and certain state governments have issued advisories to businesses not to reduce wages or fire workers on the back of the business impact resulting from the COVID-19 outbreak. Additionally, some other state governments have declared that the lockdown days be counted as paid holidays, which means employers cannot consider as these days as vacation or reduce pay. This is likely to put several employers in a catch-22 situation. On the one hand, revenues have been significantly impacted, thereby impacting the survival of the business itself. 
On the other hand, requiring them to continue making full payments to all employees may make it even more difficult for them to revive the business once they are permitted to resume operations. In this context, the government's assurance of economic packages or financial subsidies assumes greater importance. This may be in the form of waiving the requirement for employers' contributions to social security funds or increasing the government's contribution to such funds or even allowing for reduced pay to a certain extent with safeguards. We are also likely to see industry-specific bodies lobbying for government intervention in the form of direct subsidies, grants and other financial or tax incentives in order to reboot their respective industries. My final point for discussion is a more positive one. A stumbling block can also be a stepping stone. It's a matter of perspective. The fact that the workforce may not be deployed to work 100% on business or operations also means that it frees up time for their focused learning and development. These hours can be used as an opportunity to upskill or reskill employees, keeping an eye on future needs. This can be particularly appealing to many employees who have been desirous of doing a certificate course or obtaining other educational qualifications to further their careers. The world of online and digital education and learning is probably at its peak, offering a wealth of educational options and innumerable topics and subjects. It has also been reported that several leading global universities have opened up many of their course content or other archival materials with a view to assist the public in their educational endeavours during these times. Hence, this may be an opportune time to actually tick the box on these educational goals. Employers, for their part, could also look to explore options to tie up with universities to offer webinars, online learnings or meetings with their leading professors who may otherwise not be available to visit corporates for talks and interviews. After all, these eminent personalities are also working from home. In short, these times offer huge potential for learning and development and building the asset class of human resources. To end, I am reminded of the lyrics from a Monty Python creation which is so apt today. Some things in life are bad, they can make you really mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. But always look on the bright side of life, always look on the light side of life. Thank you for listening and stay tuned in to our next podcast.